live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Arrow. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. It used to be that you could stand in Times Square right behind us, uh-huh. and you could shout whatever you wanted. But you could only get 30, 40, 50 people around you. Right? Yep. Twitter's different. It's the amplification. All the, it's, it's, the, it's the piece that she's talking about. And so when, when you see these kind of heinous stories, uh, conspiracy theories about a Paul Pelosi situation that seems to lead to violence in other, in other situations as a result of it, yep. the question is, do the, do the companies bear some responsibility for trying to rein that in? And I would argue they do. And to put it on, but to also put it on them to decide what's false is also a complicating factor. Well, but exactly. So, so if you, what I would say, if the company's gonna take down something as false speech, the company bears the burden of proof to show that it was false. History teaches us, and by the way, not just history over the last 100 years, history over the last two to three years teaches us that many of our current beliefs well, will be modified in some way. responsibility on the person who's speaking? Well, I would say put it, on, put it on the responsibility of the body politic to say that, you know what, we're going to debate these ideas in the open, may the best ideas win, may the best arguments win. And Andrew, I will just say we're conflating a couple different things here. I think the way you treat the misinformation point is different from the way you treat the category of hate right. speech. I think you can't have hate speech I, as a category because all I opinions are allowed. For you. And yep. just, you know, there's a lot of people who deny the election results of, of, of this last election, some of whom, by the way, look like they may win uh, next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Do you think that, that there should be people correcting the record? I think there should be people correcting the record through free speech and open debate, oh. not through silencing them and not through censorship. I mean, throughout our history, I'm proud to say we live in a country where you can go out and burn the flag and say, you know what, war on America. This is a country where part of burning the flag is what gives that the meaning, the fact that we live in a country where that is allowed. And if we lose that principle, we lose the very principle we're fighting for in the first place. So you got to draw this distinction between saying, I disagree vehemently, but still allow you the right to speak. How concerned are you? How how concerned are you with either democracy or the very idea that there are large parts of the population who believe things that are just factually untrue today? So I am deeply concerned about threats to democracy, but I think those threats to democracy, Andrew, are plural. And one of those threats to democracy is the centralized determination of truth. Mm. By the way, and here's an dimension we haven't talked about, where the government itself is now coordinating with Twitter, with Facebook, et cetera, to direct critics of the government to be silenced. This is something that I think is also a threat to democracy, where you have a government (laughs) using private companies to censor speech. So I think they're plural in nature. Yeah, cue that music because uh, he just made us look like absolute tools on our own station, CNBC. Ladies and gentlemen, that is based tech guru. Well, at least about as based as a tech guru can get. Vivek Ramashawang, whatever the heck his last name is. I don't mean any disrespect. I just cannot pronounce that last name. He goes on CNBC's Squawk Box and basically tells them, What are you talking about? You are literally sitting here advocating for a life of no free speech. Well, doesn't somebody have the uh, responsibility to, to go after the person saying it? Not unless you can't prove that it's not true. Well, what about fact checkers? Well, they're not proof. They're not proof that it's not true. Just because you want something to be something. Well, what about all these people out there that are just believing things that are factually untrue? From who? Who's saying that what we say is factually untrue? Who's saying that? Because I will sit down with anybody that you are saying that says that we are factually untrue. And I will sit down and I will look them in the face and I will tell them why they're wrong and why they're lying. 
and you're not going to cite CNN, and I'm not going to cite Fox News. We're going to cite reality. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America LFA TV. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it's a a pleasure and a blessing to be able to do this job for you. It is Friday, November 4th, year of our Lord, 2022. And we are about to shut it down like no other show does on Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, Getter, you name it. LFA TV is where it's at. And I'm proud to be here with you guys. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Please Rumble. Please share. I got a big surprise. If we can hit... 2,000 live rumbles today. If we can hit 2,000 live rumbles today, next week, we're just going to give away five mystery boxes. I had Sabrina throw in a bunch of mystery stuff in five boxes, and we're going to give it away. Now, I know a lot of people go, well, this is a new show, not a giveaway show. No, this is a I love my family show. We have the wall of fame, wall of fam, not wall of fame out there, and that's our LFA family, and I like giving things away sometimes because not everybody can afford to Buy something, not everybody can afford to donate and help the show, but they're here every day. And those are the people that we like to reach out to. I would like to say happy birthday to Steven Susson. His mom actually reached out to me days ago and said on the 4th, it's my son's birthday. Now, I know he's watching, but just let you know that your mom was the one who actually got me to know that it was your birthday. So here we go, everybody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephen. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, brother. I think you're, what, 24 years old? That's pretty young. And uh, you got a lot of life ahead of you. And I'm so very glad and honored that you actually watch Live from America because this is the only place you're actually going to get real truth in a real uh, common sense way of putting it so that everybody can understand, and not only with the truth, but a solution to fix any problems that we have. That's what we do here on LFA. So God bless. Factually untrue, that man is a woman. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, folks, God bless you. Thank you for being here. I'd like to thank uh, the following people who donate on JeremyHarrell.com and that actually keep LFA on the air. Keep live from America. This show specifically on the air. Without you, we don't exist. We just don't exist. You cover in between 65 and 70% of all expenses. That's the only reason we have sponsors. If the audience could uh, afford, like we were in Trump days, to uh, to fund the, the, the everything 100%, we wouldn't need them. Anyway, Melissa Cottom, Cindy Rogers, God bless you. Thank you so very much. Teresa Cash Quinn, Terry Coleman, thank you so very much. Terry Hughes, Susan Smith, Jamie Barrett, Barbara Dewan, Philip Petshow, Josephine Perry, Margaret McGuire, thank you. Um, Shelly Vavro, Rachel Crotchet, Diana Hayes, Robin Thompson, Ruth Hartsick, and Christine Shepard. And one more that I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Rushikorn Cole. Thank you so very much. And what a unique and amazing name. Folks, I have a very, very, very special newsletter for you today. And it wasn't really accompanied with a verse. It was actually accompanied with what I'm actually doing right now. I am going through the Gospels in a way that I never have before. I am going through them and I am starting to learn and understand who the individuals were that wrote our four Gospels. So I titled today's newsletter, if you got it, 12 Outsiders Nobody Would Have Chosen Changed the World. Now that is one of my, a part of one of my favorite songs called Nobody, where they go, you pick 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen and you changed the world. But the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, who do you think you are? So, ladies and gentlemen, 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen changed the world. Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. If anybody knows the Gospels, 
You'll know them a lot better. Hey, KW Michigan, I ordered my field of greens today. Awesome. You'll know the Gospels a lot better if you know the individuals who wrote the Gospels. And that's what we're going to break down today. You guys are going to love it. Here we go. Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Who were they? Why were they the only four that wrote the Gospels? Why are they so important? Why are they called what they call? Why is what they wrote called the good news? Okay. I've been spending a lot of time lately learning about the apostles. Getting to know them and who they really were has been a delight. We speak of Jesus and his message and his sacrifice. However, these 12 individuals did what most of us would not do today. They dropped everything, kissed their families goodbye, and followed Jesus. Without them, actually, I should say followed a stranger that they didn't even really know at the time was who he really was. They just knew that he was interesting. All right? They dropped it all, folks. Without them, we don't have Christianity today. They were sinners. They were vagabonds. They were liars and they were thieves. And most of them were looked down on by society around them in a Roman-controlled world. Okay? They were you. They were me. They were the chosen. Why? What did Jesus see in them that nobody else could? Well, the same thing that he sees in you. Yes, you. Every single person that's hearing this right now. The one reading this right now, he sees your face. He sees your tears. He sees your fears. He sees your worries. He sees your desires. And he also sees your heart for what it truly is. No matter what bad you have done, Jesus would look at you, smile with the most inviting eyes, that you've ever seen he would open his arms to you and he would hug you and he would hold you and he would hold you until you stopped crying tears of joy and relief that's what he did to them too he made a crooked path straight for them and he wants to do the same thing for you he picked these four people because they were regular everyday people that had something special inside that nobody saw and that represents who we all are today it's Each of the four Gospels tells about Jesus from the perspective of that particular person. Since each one was very different from one another, they would naturally have their own way of seeing things and writing them down. For instance, Mark was most likely Peter's scribe, recording things for Peter daily. However, he was writing them with the Romans in mind, with the Roman readers in mind. He was writing in a way that typical everyday Romans would understand. They understood might, they understood power, and they understood status. So Mark wrote in a way that described Jesus as a mighty king sent to destroy oppressors. The Romans would relate to that, whereas Matthew was writing with more of scriptural accuracy because he was writing for his Jewish brethren who would read. He wanted to prove to them through his writings, that Jesus was the real son of God and that his words and his actions were actually fulfilling the scriptures that the Jews grew up reading and practicing. Luke was more of a physician. The way he looked at things and the way he wrote were from the standpoint of pointing out the facts through research and careful study. He was also a historian, so he was very adamant about being precise with his words and his writings. John was also a scriptural man. He knew the Torah very well, and he was very close with Jesus. He was also hot-headed and quick-tempered. Remind you of anybody? He wanted to keep Jesus safe at all costs, much like Peter, but John was also very ambitious and a leader. None of these men were close friends before Jesus changed their lives and changed everything. They were a band, a band of misfits that nobody would ever have chosen to be the closest people to the Messiah. Take time in the Gospels. Learn who these people were. Once you get to know them, you understand the gospels in a whole new way. So thank you, Jesus, for picking people like us that society would never pick or trust with anything. In your holy name we pray. Amen. What a wonderful newsletter this morning, folks. If you agree, please do me the kind favor of sharing and rumbling. Like I said, 2,000 rumbles is what we want to see today. Now on a Friday, that's going to be really hard to do. But I know you can do it. And the only way that we get the large audience that we used to have is if you guys share to places that you don't normally share. Okay? Get new eyes. Get new ears. Go out and grab the sheep where they're lost at. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we all pray. Amen. Now I can see a lot of people are very happy with talking about the Gospels in that way. Again, folks, if you don't know the writer, then you don't know the writings. So know the writer and you'll know the writings. Jeremy, I signed up for the newsletter, but not receiving them, said Lulu Red. That's very odd. Please check your social. Please check your promotions folder. Please check your drafts folders. Please check all your different folders because most likely that's where it is. You'll probably find it in your promotions folder. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're getting ready to start the first and foremost section. And today it's going to be brought to you by our buddy Tim Gustafson at Insurity Financial Services. From now through December 7th, folks, if you need a new Medicare plan, you want to pick a new Medicare plan, you want something that you can pay less for and have more benefits of, then let Tim help you. Tim is an LFA family member. This is his service that he is offering to you. It's just a way to help you out and save some money. Contact him today. Enroll today. Insuritynsuritynfinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Get a hold of Tim today. Here we go. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp. Oh, wow. What a jolt. I got my jolt of coffee. Who's ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Rumble the video, like the video, and let's get busy. Welcome to the club, Elon Musk. What am I talking about? Well, Elon is not a Republican, and Elon is not a Christian. So I could not be talking about those two particular topics. Welcome to the club, Elon Musk. Why am I saying that? Because Elon Musk is now going to be fully investigated and fully harassed, much like a Trump supporter, much like Trump himself. Folks, the full weight of the federal government is coming down on Elon Musk because they can no longer run with their very powerful political propaganda known as Twitter. Those days are over for the government. And that bothers them. When the White House gets fact-checked, when AOC is apparently censored on Twitter, the government is not a happy camper. And this right here, this entire thing that I'm about ready to show you and read to you should let you know which side Elon Musk is on. Again, Elon is far from a Christian and he's probably far from a Republican, but he will be when he understands the level of unauthorized, illegal and illegitimate investigations that he is about to be uh, a part of because of his acquisition of Twitter. Not only are they coming after Elon Musk, but they're also coming after his Starlink as well. And they're saying he's a national security threat. How quickly they went from, oh, Starlink and Ukraine and buying Teslas to Elon Musk is the biggest national security threat outside of the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Check this out, folks. This government has announced that it is actually considering a national security review of Elon Musk's attempt to purchase Twitter. Yes, this is not a joke. The court filing that revealed that the news didn't specify what Musk is under investigation for specifically, but considering that the deal is expected to close by this Friday, we do expect to hear more about the investigation and the overall movements of the deal leading up to October 28th. Friday, October 28th is the day that Musk is supposed to purchase Twitter. Now, what we do know is this, according to Bloomberg. Now, obviously this is, you know, a good week old, but you have to understand this for the investigation reasons. Investment in the United States under the Treasury Department. Essentially, the Biden administration may be trying to block foreign investment into Twitter. This is foreign investment in some cases that already exists, such as the Saudi Crown Prince yep. or even Binance, which is currently part of Elon Musk's investment fund that he's using to purchase Twitter. Yep. If the Biden administration actually blocks those entities from helping with the purchase, it would require Musk to come up with more cash on his own and it could potentially kill the deal. Now, but hold on. It's not just Twitter on, that the Biden on. administration. It's So why would they want to be blocking foreign investments into Twitter all of a sudden? Why? Because those foreign investments that were coming into Twitter previously were, were funneled in from foreign leaders to make sure that they push their message, their narrative 
and block our free speech in order to basically put their finger on the scale of elections. It's sick stuff, ladies and gentlemen, sick stuff. I want to say thank you to 1869 Rifleman. Thank you to T. Burke 65. Thank you so very much to Clee Sully. Thank you to S. Marvel. Thank you to Mocha Powered. And thank you very much to J.B. Wright. You guys understand how important it is for our Rumble Rants to come in. Without them, we don't have Producer Eli. How many of you saw Producer Eli this morning on It's My Turn with Antonio Sabato? Incredible show. Far more to come with those two. Those two are really going to do well when they're on the same show together, and I'm so happy for them, okay? So thank you for those rumble rants. But the reason why that, t- that they're investigating Twitter and they're going to try to take down Starlink is because this was out of their four big, huge arms. You've got Twitter, you've got Facebook, you've got YouTube, you've got TikTok, all right, and you've got Google, really, and you've got Amazon. Out of all those octopus arms, Twitter was one of their big ones. Twitter was one of the ones where they could tell every single buddy on Twitter, all those blue check marks, exactly what to say and exactly what to run with. They're not going to be able to do that anymore. They're not going to be able to do it at least with the speed and the efficiency that they did it before. Now, as Eli and and Antonio spoke about this morning, their agents will get the dog whistle behind the scenes and they will still tell their athletes or their actors or whoever they represent to have to push this narrative. But they're not going to be able to do it through uh, Twitter anymore. And that that will take that right there to them is like a knockout punch. The acquisition of Twitter is a knockout punch to the federal government, especially now that we know that they were colluding with Twitter through the back door. And it's a knockout punch because they're coming after Elon now when Elon was their hero. And I'm not saying Elon should be your hero. Only Jesus should be your hero. I'm not even saying open up your arms to Elon Musk. What I'm saying is if they're going after him, much like they've gone after Trump and all of us, then that lets you know whose side he's on. Amen? And, and, (laughs) Heretus says, where are the viewers? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, brother. I'm not sure what happened, but we're going to get them back. We're going to get them back. They're going to come back to truth. They're just straying away right now. We're going to get them back because we are reporting on stuff like this. All right. And if Elon Musk really wants to set, uh, take this to another direction, change that Twitter bird to a red bird instead of a blue bird and watch the faces melt, ladies and gentlemen. So I started today's first and foremost by saying, welcome, Elon Musk. I will finish this by saying, Watch the transformation in Elon Musk's personality and what he believes over the next year as we get into the presidential race because he's going to see a level of investigation and and, 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 uh, illegitimate uh, harassment like he's never seen in his life. Like he's never seen in his life. There are over 2,000 people watching, says Meemaw. Hit that rumble button. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. Thank you so very much. All right, we're going to move on uh, to get back to our regularly scheduled harassing and law-breaking investigations that we're used to because Biden's illegitimate DOJ has just put out a statement where they are contemplating appointing a special counsel if Trump runs for president in 2024. You guys know as well as I do all of this. The Mar-a-Lago raid, the constant investigations, all of it was to stop this man from running. Because if you can't beat him, cheat him. And that's exactly what they're doing. That's why I said back to our regularly scheduled programming of illegal and incompetent investigations into President Trump. The Justice Department is contemplating and pointing a special uh, counsel if Trump announces that he's running for president. According to CNN, the Communist News Network, the DOJ has brought a brain trust for advice on Trump probes. Trump is expected to announce his 2024 presidency right after the midterms. And since the Democrats do not have a viable candidate who can actually beat Donald Trump, Biden's corrupt DOJ will be Trump's biggest obstacle. In other words, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland will be Trump's opponent in 2024 not Biden and not anybody else. Biden is, Biden is a brain-dead pile of human excrement who pisses and craps his pants twice a day, every day, and doesn't even know which room he's in. 
Another reason why Biden's corrupt DOJ, incompetent DOJ, illegitimate DOJ, illegal DOJ, I'm just making sure I hit all the words in case they arrest me or put a bullet in my head. They at least do it for the right reasons. Is mulling a special counsel to distance Joe Biden, potentially Trump's opponent in 2024, (laughs) from uh, from the federal investigations into Trump. If Trump gets indicted by the feds, Joe Biden can put his hands up and say, hey, I had nothing to do with it, true international pressure. I had nothing to do with it. So again, ladies and gentlemen, Trump's biggest opponent, his toughest opponent, his biggest hurdle will be the illegitimate law enforcement that is currently raining terror down on governors, on candidates, on President Trump, and on people like me, and on people like me. Won't that get dropped when Republicans take over? No, it won't. No, it won't. Because the DOJ does not answer to Congress. Now, Congress can, uh, Congress can make laws barring the DOJ from doing things, but that would have to be signed by the president. The president oversees the DOJ. That's basically how it is. That's basically how it is. It's not supposed to be that way, but that's the way it is in this kind of administration. So no, those investigations will not stop. They will not stop. Uh, Top justice officials have looked to an old guard of former Southern District of New York prosecutors, of course, New York, bringing into the investigations Kansas City-based federal prosecutor and national expert David Raskin, as well as David Rohde, a prosecutor who turned defense lawyer who previously specialized in gang and conspiracy cases and has worked extensively with government cooperators. So there you go, folks. There you go. DeClue says, I'm thinking of calling One-Eye McCain today. Go ahead. Go ahead. He deserves it. He, he deserves it. Love the class action lawsuit idea. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, folks. I'm not saying that we should stop fighting. We should fight every day, every hour, every minute. What I am saying is God has promised you that you will see justice in, his life, in your lifetimes. And we've already seen justice for the unborn. The next justice is for those people that are in the swamp that have not been drained yet. We'll get them. Trust me. We'll get them. We will get them. And by the way, Trump is not worried. Did anybody watch the rally last night? Did anybody watch the Trump rally last night? Trump is anything but worried, ladies and gentlemen. Anything but worried. Um, let's, uh, I think I've, let me, let, me, uh, let me get this pulled up for you folks. So last night, Trump had a rally. And during this rally, one of my favorite parts of the rally was uh, when he played Joe Biden on the screen where he said, let's get ready to fumble. Trump doesn't look worried. Trump is actually clowning these losers, as he always does. Let's go to this clip right now. My favorite clip of last night where Trump is clowning Joe Biden and clowning the DOJ, clowning all of them. He knows nothing's going to happen. Why? Because he's wearing the armor of God. Let's go to this video. What's focused? <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Let's get ready to bumble! <laughs> I think it's a right for people that bad and kept care. True international average of pressure. God, it's, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in front of him with uh, foot. foot. And Corn Pop oh. was a bad dude. Oh. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Wait, 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 wait. All men and women created by the, go, you know the you know the thing. If you hold near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We went for two reasons. One, two. Come on, man. <laughs> my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I've had a couple questions. But the nature, not representative. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? I don't think she'll, she'll ask me to be here. Um, uh, um, what am I doing here? Stop talking. Stop, 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 I got hairy legs. 
Thank you for tolerance and listening to me. I appreciate it very much. What? You tell me, does Trump look worried here? So, <laughs> so it is sad, and it's not really anything that's funny, because our world is in a very dangerous place with nuclear weapons, and it's the first time I've ever heard such talk about nuclear. You know, the nuclear word was never a word that's supposed to even be discussed, and now every day. Uh, a certain country is mentioning it, and now another country, as you know, North Korea. And ladies Korea, and gentlemen, got I gotta well. say, that was supposed to Trump last night. His poise is different, right? Trump's poise is different. His power, his powerful stat status, it seems different. I think he's gonna come into this when he announces his presidency again. It's gonna be a very different campaign than 2016. It's going to feel reminiscent of 2016, but it's going to be stronger. It's going to be more passionate. It's going to be more poised. It's going to be more um, stronger. It's going to be quicker, faster, more efficient. And he is going to wipe the floor with anybody who gets in his way. And may God have mercies on, mercy on their, on their souls. He does. He looks poised. He looks very, very, very determined. They're not going to stop him. They're not going to stop him, period. They're just not going to stop him. And now, ladies and gentlemen, again, like I said, back to your regularly scheduled programming, because now the corrupt far left judge in New York has ordered another special monitor over the Trump organization, setting a new standard for TDS. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Registered Democrat Judge Arthur Engeron mandated that the Trump Corporation be overseen by a corrupt individual from New York after the corrupt attorney general peekaboo there in New York who promised to make Trump's life a miserable hell charged the Trump corporation because she thinks she knows how um, to value properties better than the lifelong property billionaire who then became a president of the United States. So yesterday a judge granted the New York attorney general's request that former, Donald, uh, former president Donald J. Trump's business empire being be overseen by an independent monitor. Now, why would they be doing that? Because they just want to know everything he's doing all the time. They want to know everything he's doing all the time. Florida girl, Jeremy, even Ron DeSantis. Oh yeah, Trump would run through him like a hot knife through butter. Trump would run through Ron DeSantis in a primary like a hot knife through butter. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why I stand on this right now. Trump has a job to finish and Trump is the man for the job. And he's by far the most popular Republican. Having said that, if Trump were not in the picture, Ron DeSantis would step up into that limelight, okay? It's just not Ron DeSantis' time yet. It's just not his time yet. And he doesn't, have, he doesn't have a sliver of what it takes to beat Donald Trump right now. He just doesn't. Why? Because all of us think the same thing. Trump is the man for the job. He started something. He needs to finish the job, period. And I'll tell you another thing, too. And this is my own personal opinion. But it's because I work in this job every day, all day, and I never stop thinking or researching or talking to these people in this political uh, sphere that we're in. If Ron DeSantis decides to run against Donald J. Trump and make Ro Donald J. Trump have a tough primary and make Donald J. Trump's campaign spend millions and millions of dollars and focus on DeSantis rather than the Democrats where it needs to be, Ron DeSantis will never be president ever again. I mean, he'll his hopes of being president not only will be shot in 2024, but he also won't win in 2028. Why? Because all of us will look at that like, how dare you? How dare you do this when you're supposed to be really just, we're all supposed to be together in this, and Trump is the man. Let me tell you this one more time, okay? Trump is, uh, I mean, uh, DeSantis is awesome. He is by far the best man for the job outside of Trump after Trump, but not right now. Not right now. So let me say this one more time. If Ron DeSantis decides to run against Trump, I know he said he's not. I know that. I know that. I'm just telling people who think he is. I don't think Ron DeSantis is running. What I'm saying is if Ron DeSantis did run, not only would he lose against Donald Trump, which is clear. I mean, every poll will tell you that. 
Not only will he lose, but he will really, really tick off a lot of people and say, why did you give this man such a hard primary when he should have been focusing on the people that are destroying our country? Now we're not going to vote for you in 2028. That's what will happen. I can promise you. So I don't think it's going to happen because Ron DeSantis is smarter than that. And he's also got a, 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 a state to run down there that he's about to win handily. I love Ron DeSantis, and I can't wait to vote for him in 2028. Just not now. Just not now. And trust this, just like they just said, yep, they're coordinating. You don't think Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are coordinating this? They are. Don't let the media or anybody else split you, okay? It's not about that. Ron DeSantis isn't going to run, but for all you people who think he's going to, if he did, that would happen. That is what I'm saying. I'd like to say happy birthday real quick, if I could. To, uh, to Kylie, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Kylie, happy birthday to you. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Having said all of that, having talked about the investigations, having talked about all of the, uh, you know, coming down on Trump and what's going to happen in 2022 and 2024, the Republicans in the House and the Senate are already putting committees together. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? When somebody, t- when, when the Republicans in the House and the Senate are already putting committees together, what does that tell you? That tells you that all of them know who's about to win. All right? When you've got rhinos like Kevin McCarthy, who will probably end up being the Speaker of the House, God help us. I think that's stupid. But anyway... When you've got people like Kevin McCarthy already putting together committees, when you've got Jim Jordan already putting uh, committees together, when you've got these people already forming who's going to be on these committees, trust me, those uniparty rhinos that work hand-in-hand behind closed doors with the Democrats, they're gearing up to take over. They know we're going to take over the House, and they know we're going to take over the Senate. Now, we have problems in our Republican Party. We know that. We have rhinos that we're not going to be able to get out right now. Now, it's just the way it is. That's life. So let's embrace the fact that we know that and let's at least take whatever rhinos that we're not going to be able to get out right now and let's put that pressure on them to make sure that they do the right thing. House GOP Judiciary drops a 1,050-page report on the FBI whistleblower politicization disclosures. And Jim Jordan is all over this Already, Jim Jordan is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I can tell you that. Now, I'm not saying Jim Jordan is uniparty. I'm not saying that at all. I am saying Jim Jordan is a little bit closer to Kevin McCarthy than I would like. But I love the fact that Jim Jordan pretty much stands on his own. He's an individual, smart-thinking, free-thinking guy. I absolutely love, love Jim Jordan. I just hate his support for Kevin McCarthy. Having said that, the House Judiciary Republicans today released a 1,000-plus page report on FBI whistleblower disclosures. The members called the report the first comprehensive accounting of the FBI's problems to date, which undermined the FBI's fundamental law enforcement mission. They also say in an announcement about the report that the 1,050-page document primarily concerns FBI abuses due to the inexperiences and roles of whistleblowers, but also examines the actions of the Justice Department where appropriate for context and explanation. So what you're going to have is you're going to have Trump going against the Justice Department and Trump going against the DOJ, I mean, and the FBI. And then on the back end, okay, on the back end, you're going to have Republicans uh, holding the FBI and the DOJ accountable for all the things that they're doing. So it's about to be a mess, but what you can be assured is that the Republicans are already putting together investigation committees into the FBI, into the DOJ, into Biden, into Homeland Security, into the elections, and, ladies and gentlemen, into Tony Fauci, the NIH, COVID, COVID origins, and everything that they did to us, Okay. This is happening, folks. This is happening. We need 800 more rumbles, folks. 800 more rumbles. Let's get it done. All right? And let's get into the congressman that is going to lead the investigation into the bureaucracy that was behind COVID-19, and that is Representative James Comer. I actually like this guy. He said, it's time to get rid of some of these useless bureaucrats who are just a drain on the American taxpayer, and let's look at the COVID people first. 
the congressman who would lead the most powerful investigative committee in the House of Republicans win in the midterms is sending an unmistakable advance warning to the permanent federal bureaucracy. It's time to get rid of some of these useless bureaucrats that taxpayers are paying for. James Comer of Kentucky, the ranking Republican on House Oversight Committee, just told um, Just the News last night that his top three investigative priorities include Biden's family corruption, the insecure uh, southern border, and the origins of the handling of COVID-19. And where would that be? Well, that would be placed on the NIH, the NAIAD, and Tony Fauci, and Francis Collins. He said the latter category would include a deep review into the practices of the NIH, including large salaries, significant autonomy, and royalties for taxpayer-funded drugs and vaccines, uh, and they've collected over the last two decades. We're seriously concerned about not just the origins of COVID-19, but also a lot of the COVID-19 spending as well. Of course, because you know what they did? They made COVID-19 an emergency. They continue to make an emergency, which gives them access to funds from taxpayers that they can then distribute to all the people who helped lock down everything over absolutely nothing but the flu so they could collect more money, so they could enrich enrich themselves more and empower themselves more. They're going after all of them, folks. They're going after every one of them. Now, here is where the the rubber meets the road, is once they get these investigations going and once they start getting the facts, will then the proper people like the, the Kevin McCarthy's, like the Jim Jordans, like the Steve Scalise's, like the uh, uh, Elise Stefanik's out of New York, will they actually push forward with anything? That remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. And in in order for them to actually put these people in jail, we're going to need to win the White House in 2024 because then a new DOJ will be there, a new FBI will be there, and then they will go and they will actually indict these people and put them in prison. But I can guarantee you, you're not going to see anything but an investigation into all of this stuff for the next two years. The indictments and the arrests will come once we take over the White House. Okay? Just to give you guys uh, a quick foresight of what's to come. All right? Now, somebody else who promises to look into the COVID-19 lockdowns, somebody else who promises to look into how COVID-19 was handled is Carrie Lake in Arizona. Carrie Lake in Arizona said, I'm already, day one, we're digging into what they did to us here in COVID. We're digging into what they did to our children. We're digging in to how they shut down our churches. Day one. After, of course, declaring a southern border invasion. I love, I love Carrie Lake for this reason. Carrie Lake has not stopped 24-7 campaigning. She is a beast. She is setting the bar, ladies and gentlemen, on how you campaign and how exactly you do not take any Adam Schiff from the media. That's my, that's my funky word, by the way. They're not going to take any Schiff from the media, and she gives it right back, and that's why she's killing them. That's why she's killing them. But what Katie Hobbs, or what, excuse me, what Carrie Lake did yesterday was nothing short of amazing. She came out and not only this time exposed Katie Hobbit, but now she's exposed Katie Hobbs' husband and his agenda and his job and what he gets paid to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Hobbs' husband, he gets paid as a child psychologist whose primary role is to help children transgender from one gender to another and self-mutilate and reassignment of surgeries and all that. And he gets paid to do that. Check this out. Carrie Lake exposing, once again, Katie Hobbs and her disgusting lifestyle. And she's pushing things like gender affirmation surgery, which is a nice way of saying mutilating our children. You know she's for that, right? And she's for it against mom and dad's will, behind mom and dad's back. I learned why today. We just found out her husband is a child psychologist who specializes in transitions for children. Well, there you go. We found this out today. It makes sense now. It makes sense. Why would she push this stuff on our beautiful babies who are perfect, but her husband's making money, brainwashing our children into thinking they can be a different gender than they were born. It is sick, it is twisted, and we cannot let this monster anywhere near the governor's office, guys. And I wonder if the fake news will cover it. Katie Hobbs 
husband is in the business of transitioning our children into a different gender. Let that sink in. I found out. So, ladies she's and gentlemen, things right. like gender. Carrie Lake, the reason why she's so unstoppable is because she says stuff like this. You name another candidate besides Ron DeSantis, besides Donald Trump, you name me another candidate for a governor or a higher position that actually says it like it is, and no matter how no matter how raw it is. That's why she is going to win, and she will win handily in Arizona next Tuesday. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget election coverage, real results, 2022. We will be focused and, and, and uh, promoted by Rumble. We will be promoted by Getter. Get all your friends to come and watch the real results of the midterm elections next week, Tuesday, from 7 p.m. until midnight or longer, if it takes it, ladies and gentlemen. We've got great guests coming in, people like Wendy Rogers, people like Mark Fincham, people like J.R. Majewski, people like Candace Taylor, and so many more. And it's going to be an election coverage of the likes in which you've never seen, okay? It's going to be the greatest election coverage Probably no election coverage ever around the world as good as this. I'm telling you, it's gold, and I know a little thing about gold, okay? Me and my family, we know a lot about gold. If you look at it, if you talk about it, if you listen to it, if you touch it, smell it, it's gold, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me, we know a lot about gold. And it's going to be gold next Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, right here, election coverage. Now, we're going to get into something else that Carrie Lake said yesterday. And she was on Fox News. This is actually pretty wonderful. I never really like to give you any Fox News, but I got to give you this one, folks. Carrie Lake went on Fox News last night. I believe it was Sean Hannity's show. And she absolutely dropped the mic on Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton, that nasty bag of coughing, hacking sack of potatoes, she decided to come out and say something against Carrie Lake. That's a huge no-no, Hillary Clinton, especially since you were a failed president twice and the only reason you were a senator is because a certain other Senate candidate died mysteriously. But you know, yeah, that's called being Clinton, right? That's called being Hillary Clinton. Everybody is suicided around Hillary. Well, Carrie Lake said, not me. I'm not going to be suicided around Hillary. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play the clip. But I was a little concerned today, I'm going to be honest, when I saw Hillary Clinton bad-mouthing me. <laughs> and she, lo she looked angry and actually scared and, and uh, just uh, completely unrelated. I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health. My brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. <laughs> and we're going to win this thing on Tuesday. <laughs> But I was a little concerned today, I'm going to be honest, Here when I saw Hillary Clinton bad-mouthing <laughs> me. And she, lo she looked angry and actually scared and, and uh, just uh, completely unrelated. I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health. My brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. <laughs> and we're going to win this. <laughs> I'm in perfect health. My brakes are amazing on my car, and I'm not suicidal. So we're going to come, and we're going to win this thing next Tuesday, and we're going to win it pretty handily, says Carrie Lake. You know what, Carrie Lake? You get the Smarty Award of the Day. Let's go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen. Marty Award of the Day for that line on Fox News. I'm telling you, who else would do that? Who else would literally point to the fact that people die around Hillary Clinton as running for governor on one of the most highly watched TV uh, cable stations in the world? Unbelievable. She is a savage. Folks, we are 700 away from 2,000 rumbles. We have never, ever hit 2,000 rumbles on this show, even when we had 5,000 people watching every day. We have never hit 2,000. So, for all of you watching on Getter, for all of you watching on Roku, for all of you watching on Firestick or anywhere else, please, 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 please do me the honor. Come to Rumble real quick. Give us a like. It's a plus sign if you're watching on the computer. It's a thumbs up if you're watching on Apple, I believe. And a boxing glove if you're watching on Android. We want to hit a new milestone. There's no reason that we don't that we don't we shouldn't have that when we've got 3,200 people watching here. All right, let's hit it and let's hit it strong. S something else, folks, that we should be hitting strong, especially 
going into our New Year's, ladies and gentlemen, is our own field of greens. Ladies and gentlemen, the field of greens, the field of greens, the field of greens. It will bring the field of dreams if you drink it long enough. Ladies and gentlemen, weight loss like crazy energy like crazy thinking the way you used to think when you were younger like crazy you sweat out all your toxins you you clean out your lymph node system you clean out your body in a way that I have never ever ever experienced in my life I played sports I was on the road I did boxing I, I've been I've done it all I've done all the 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 physical sports and work that you could ever ever imagine and I never ever ever felt as young and as vibrant as I do right now why field of greens exercising and fasting. That's what I'm doing. That doesn't mean I'm not eating meat. Oh, I love me steak. I love me some burgers, as you can tell, although I've cut back on them. But folks, I am putting all of the fruits and vegetables that God intended my body to have when he put humans in the Garden of Eden right here from Brickhouse Nutrition. So go to uh, fieldofgreens.com. They're a proud sponsor of LFA. Through all the cancel culture, they helped us out. Order yours today, and guess what else it is? Awesome Christmas presents. Awesome, awesome Christmas presents. And it actually shows somebody that you care. All right? All right. Let's touch on, uh, uh, let's do a round robin quick here of, of states and what's going on. Right now, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. It looks like if things keep trending the way they are, Herschel Walker's going to win. Right now, New York, it looks like Lee Zeldin is going to win. Right now, Pennsylvania. It definitely looks like Dr. Oz is going to win. Of course, he's up against a lump on a neck that's on a lump on its neck. You get what I'm saying? Anyway, first of all, we're going to go to New Hampshire. I cannot believe it, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot believe it. But in New Hampshire, we might flip Maggie Hassan out. Maggie Hassan might be gone, ladies and gentlemen. She might be gone because Don Boldick is extending his lead. He's extending his lead on Maggie Hassan. It's about time we get rid of this, this, this wicked witch of the East. She's nothing but a liar. She says she's bipartisan. She's not. She's a baby-killing, scumbag, evil Democrat. And Don Boldick is pulling away. He is actually pulling away. But I mentioned uh, Pennsylvania. So let's go to Pennsylvania real quick because I'd like to show you a video. From CBS, look at the cyborg entertainment center that they had to set up just to even interview John Fetterneck. This is unbelievable. Fetterman, who's recovering from a stroke in May, used a closed captioning device during the interview. Look at this. With a stenographer typing out the questions in real time. Look at that. With a stenographer typing out the questions in real time. He needs an entire database center in order to have, I don't know, a conversation. And anybody out there who decides that they're going to vote for a man that can, I don't know, put football, and I was there, and, and, I, and I played, and I threw the ball over those mountains, and blah, 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 We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day for anybody who's voting for the lump on its neck that lives on the lump on its neck. Unbelievable. Looks like Dr. Oz is actually going to take that over. Obviously, it looks like Carrie Lake is going to run away with it. Doug Mastriano, I guess that's a toss-up. We're going to see. Obviously, Ron DeSantis is, is killing it. But let's go to the state of Nevada because Project Veritas strikes again, folks. I love when Project Veritas strikes when Project Veritas does something, remember like I said, can you imagine being the person in the room? Can you imagine being the person in the room when they say, uh, when you hear, hi, I'm James O'Keefe, and I'm here from Project Veritas? Oh, 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 oh. It would be the scariest thing on planet Earth uh, if you were a Democrat anyway. Um, let me, okay, yep, we got it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to that video, Project Veritas, exposing Democrats who hate Latino voters who vote Republican because every time Latinos vote Republican, Democrats lose. Listen to how racist this Democrat is about Latino Republicans. If there's any reason we lose, it'll, it'll, it'll get some Latino Republicans. They're just from way machismo, like, hey, you know, I don't like gay people. And They're talking about being pro-life and being pro-family. Somebody got smart enough to write their shit in Spanish. In the wow. great state of Nevada, one of the most competitive midterm battleground states in the country, the fight between Republicans and Democrats over the Latino votes is on. But this time, there is concern within the Nevada Democratic Victory Organization. It is not going to happen. I ran into, I think we talked about it a little bit, but uh, like multiple uh, Hispanic Republicans, they're like, yeah. 
Like, I was shocked. I don't know why that surprises people. Like, well, don't, don't they traditionally vote with us? Have, have you ever like spoken to a, like a like a like a like a Hispanic? Because like when you do, it makes more sense. It makes sense, but also not at the same time because. But then that's everybody's time. issue of they conflating come, like Hispanics only care spectrum. about like come immigration, conservative, and, and like, liberal. You ever talk to like a like, again? I come like you know they're just muy machismo like hey you know I don't like gay people and yeah. like, you know, it's just. Yeah, it's normal to me. Like I, I like it doesn't no, surprise that part me. I get, but just like here so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, long story short, it's Project Veritas exposing more Democrat racial divide. It's it's Project uh, Veritas exposing more uh, Democrat um, racism. That's just what it is. All out racism. And if it wasn't for people like Savannah Hernandez, Ben Berkman, Project Veritas, if it wasn't for networks like LFA TV, Real America's Voice News, RSBN, then we would not be in this position that we are today. And more importantly, if it wasn't for we the people, all of you watching LFA TV right now, okay? If it was, all, it's because of all of you that we're actually in this position to have such a red wave, such a huge, huge, huge red, red wave. And by the way, do you want to know who the largest donor is this year to Democrats? Who do you think? George Soros. $126 million. $126 million, which is double that of the number two and the number three people uh, combined. George Soros has given $126 million to Democrats just to lose. So there's always that too. But there's always this. Uh, Gavin Newsom it, it apparently... He either is running for president or he definitely isn't running for president. Either way, he says he can't stand his party right now and we're going to see a huge red wave. Watch Gavin Gaslight Newsom basically just give up and capitulate to the fact that his policies and his Democrat party absolutely suck. California Governor Gavin Newsom's race for re-election is not close, so he's campaigning for embattled Democrats. Does it feel like a red wave? Yeah, of course it does. And, and again, uh, uh, I'm not paid to say that. I'm paid to say, you know, we faint and feel. You know, I mean, I get it. Look, I mean, I could be the chair. I'm paid to say I'm and also he didn't, he, he didn't finish that. You feel it. Newsom, with one of his party's biggest digital and fundraising operations, sounds like a Democrat with bigger ambitions. And it goes to my fundamental grievance with my damn party. We're getting crushed on narrative. Yeah, you We're are. We're going to have to do better in terms of getting on the offense and stopping on the damn defense. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California. Newsom recently bought advertising in states like Florida and Texas, further elevating his profile. He's practiced at deflecting the presidency question. No. How can he be so sure? Uh, because it's not my ambition. It's not the direction that I'm leaning into. Uh, it's not the moment. So one way to answer that question is, I will never run for president of the United States. Can you say that? Yeah, I'm not, I have no interest. Newsom Ladies told and gentlemen, he, I don't believe that. He is running for president. He is running for president. You know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. The only reason he's separating himself from the Democrat Party right now is so that he can get those independents back. He can get those blue dog Democrats back. He can get the people back that went to the Republican Party. He's trying to seem honest. He's trying to seem fair. He's trying to seem like, hey, man, I'm not like the rest of the Democrats. Yeah, you are. You're not only like the rest of the Democrats, you're worse. You're nothing but a low-life, scum-sucking loser. Everybody knows you're a loser so I'm let's go you're a loser i'm a loser you're a loser and i'm not what i appear to be and in this case he is what he appears to be ladies and gentlemen he's a loser who is what he appears to be he is running for president he will lose nobody cares too bad so sad and i will leave you with this ladies and gentlemen jake tapper don lemon wolf blitzer shepherd smith Chris Cuomo, and next, Jimmy Kimmel, ladies and gentlemen. You might see Jimmy Kimmel finally fired because he's lost half of his audience, and he said the reason why he's lost half of his audience <laughs> is because of Trump supporters. <laughs> I've dressed up as blackface, and I've been the worst TV host of all time. I'm nothing but a little bearded scumbag. <laughs> and the reason I lost half my audience is because of Trump supporters. <laughs> Can you imagine 
2024 presidential season, we go in without hearing from Jake Tapper, without hearing from Don Lemon, without hearing from Wolf Blitzer, without hearing from Jimmy Kimmel, without hearing from Chris Cuomo, without hearing from Shepard Smith. Oh, it is a dream come true, ladies and gentlemen. It is a dream come true. Well, folks, listen, I want you to visit LFATV.us. I'm going to show you what it looks like right now. Here's what it looks like, folks. It is a wonderful website. Check it out right now. You can go to the shows, look at all the different shows you can listen to and watch on demand. Check it out, lfatv.us. Also, also, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you go to jeremyherald.com. We're going to go to that right now. Because here, if you go to my store, not only are you going to be able to see the real results, but you're going to get some big, big, big discounts right now on the store. Look at all this beautiful, wonderful stuff. Not only that, you spend $100, you get a free t-shirt. You spend $200, you get a free hoodie. You spend $300, you get a free Armor of God hand-cut 11 by 17 hand-cut plaque, ladies and gentlemen. These things are awesome. You're going to want one for Christmas or at least to give one away for Christmas. And, of course, your MyPillow and my store promo code LFA. Let's all boats rise for Christmas. Let's spend no money with any liberal outlets. Mike Crispy's Unafraid comes up next, followed by Wrong Think with Anna Perez. And I'm here to tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. This is my short week, so I will not be here tonight. I will miss you. I do love you. And remember, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh ever. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Rumble, rumble, rumble on your way out. Do not forget and please rumble the other shows. It's very simple and it keeps us in the top 20. I love you. Keep a smile on your face. Your family's close. Keep spreading the gospel. Peace. That will